Hi, friends. I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And we're not together. Yesterday, I thought it would be funny if we went, Hi, I'm Tierney, and I'm Shelby, and you're watching Disney Channel. I couldn't remember the end of it. My brain went, ba 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 and I'm like, no, that's not the end of the <laughs> that, That's <channel>. McDonald's. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. I'm, I'm sitting here with Yoshi. How are you doing? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm also sitting here with my animal. Oh, she's leaving. Mm. <laughs> I locked Yoshi but... into this room so he can't leave. <laughs> now he's just sitting on the table looking at me. He usually doesn't want to leave though, right? Yeah, he doesn't like to be in rooms by himself. He's very clingy. Right, buddy? Me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been dying to tell you this story about my wine. I'm drinking wine at what time is it? It's, it's like 2.30. That's fine. I have, I have a dentist Time's- appointment at 2.30. Time is relative, and since nobody has anywhere to go, it doesn't exist. Yeah, plus it's Saturday, (laughs) and tomorrow's a holiday, so it's fine. Today is good Saturday, so. Yeah, it is a pretty good Saturday, Mm -hmm. but um, um, yesterday I had, I didn't, wait, before you do that, yesterday I didn't have to work from home, and yeah, I only work four hours, but like, I'm really tired of looking at computers, I said, as I looked at a computer, but... (laughs) I was like, wow, this is the best Friday. I'm going to nap. Thanks, Jesus. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's a holiday. I would have had off yesterday. Mm-hmm. Technically. Um, but so because of quarantine, I ran out of wine. And usually I steal wine from my mother, but she's also running out of wine. So it's like a very sad day. So I went online and ordered a case of Chardonnay to be delivered to my house. I was like, bet. I think I ordered this like a couple days ago. Um, And I forgot that it was being delivered today. So all of a sudden, I'm like getting these calls from this random Long Island number, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. I get a text from my landlord that says, delivery, LOL. And I go downstairs, and this man is standing there with a case of wine for me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. And so I'm like, huh, they must have tried to deliver this to my landlord instead of me. And that's why he knew that, that I had it. Plus my doorbell is broken, but that's besides the point. Um, so I texted him and I said, if you need any wine, let me know. Like if I learned one thing from my mom, it's to always order by the case, LOL, <laughs> because he like knows my mom. And his response was, I can see that. Jeez lol (laughs) and so now i think my landlord thinks i'm an alcoholic or he's judging me (laughs) and my family but um it's fine he's gonna be the one crying when we're quarantined for another couple months and he doesn't have wine and i do yeah you're prepping you're prepping for months i like the addition of the g's though a lot of people don't take the time to text g's G's. (laughs) i was like oh yikes is that not normal (laughs) but uh yeah so if you guys haven't noticed 
fire audio yet. Shelby and I are not together today. Because the rules say we can't be. I know. So I'm really sorry if this is horrible audio. We're uh we're not together. Mm. Distancing. The previous episodes have been pre-recorded also. We weren't recording together last week. Right. I'm also a little less sorry about the audio. It's probably gonna be cruddy. But we still brought you some entertainment, so you're also welcome. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> okay. All right, should we get into the drink? Yes, because it looks really good. Oh my god, it actually was really good. I, I actually made it yesterday. And it's, it's called... It is beautiful, and it's called the Iceberg, which... Makes sense because we're covering the Titanic if you didn't already get that from the title. It yeah. happened like 108 years ago this week. So Yeah, I know. And it, I, my family and I always joke because like so many terrible things happen on my birthday. My birthday is April 15th, which is the day that the Titanic sunk. And it is also the day that Abraham Lincoln died. It is also tax day. And it is now also the day after last year that Notre Dame burned down. Wow. So I'm just waiting for something horrible to happen. Well, I guess the quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) um, Somebody told me that like the estimated peak in the United States was April 15th. And I was like, yeah, that would make sense. (laughs) That fits. That tracks. Yeah, that scans. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we're drinking the iceberg this week, and the ingredients are blue curacao, vodka, lime, ice cubes, and sparkling water. So basically what I did was I have one of those ice cube trays that makes like really large ice cubes. So I I threw those in, and then I I kind of, I always eyeball my cocktails. I never actually measure. Um, I put in a bunch of Tito's and then I put in like a splash of lime juice and a splash of blue curacao because I feel like both of those things are very overpowering flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put in some, I think it was raspberry lime seltzer that I used. And it was delicious. It's a nice blue color. Goes down easy. And it's delicious. So yeah. That that's it. So drink up. <laughs> All right, so are you ready for the case? Drink up. Drink up, dead junkies. I don't really know how to do it, but we're I'm just gonna, gonna keep yelling drink up until I don't like, know that I don't know that we're ever gonna get it. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But it's fine because we got Chaser. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. enough for me. <laughs> Maybe in another 40 episodes, we'll, we'll get the, the <laughs> We'll come up one. with a good, a good yeah. intro thing. <laughs> All right. On April 10th of 1912, the RMS Titanic first set sail. Now, I had to look up what RMS stood for because <laughs> I had zero idea. And I found out that dating back to the year of 1840, this designation stood for Royal Mail Ship. Did you know that? No, I, I just assumed it was like, you know what? I don't know what I assumed it was. I just didn't pay it any attention. Yeah, I, I had no <laughs> idea. Um, and this was designated as a royal mail ship because originally these types of vessels were only functioning really to transport mail. And then they kind of got bigger and bigger in order to have passengers and that kind of stuff. So fun. Royal yeah. mail ship. Really weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Um, so the Titanic itself was the second of three Olympic class ocean liners that were constructed in Belfast, Ireland that year. The first of these was the RMS Olympic. The Titanic was the second. And then the HMHS Britannic was the third. This trio of ships were part of the White Star Line, a British shipping company, and were by far the line's largest ships. Unfortunately, all three of these sister ships would face tragic accidents and would all sink in the same decade, hmm. which is crazy. <laughs> um, that's why the White Star Line isn't around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <yeah>, spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, so the Britannic was actually originally named the Gigantic, and that one was over a thousand feet long. The RMS Titanic was slightly smaller than this at 882 feet, nine inches long, and it weighed in at about 46,000 tons. The ship featured 10 decks amounting 104 feet tall and accommodated 3,500 passengers and crew members from all different walks of life. Oh, so... I went through the 10 decks from top to bottom, and they included the boat deck, which is mostly just where the lifeboats were stored. Below the boat deck was the promenade deck, which housed many of the first class passengers and the first class lounge. That was kind of like their VIP area. I'm also extremely triggered talking about this right now because today was the day I was supposed to leave on a cruise that got canceled. So (laughs) if I cry a little bit, that's why. So below the promenade deck was the bridge deck, and this included more first-class amenities and cabins, as well as the second-class smoking room. Aft of this deck was a raised poop deck, lol, uh, where many passengers made their last stand as the ship eventually sunk. Spoiler alert. What does a poop deck mean? Like, what is it? Why is it a poop deck? That's a great question. Let me get somebody to help me with that. (laughs) It's the aftermost and highest stick of a ship, especially in a sailing ship where it typically forms the roof of a cabin in the stern. That still doesn't explain (laughs) who named it poop. The most most asked question on Google. Do you poop on the poop deck? (laughs) It doesn't answer my question. Oh, after a day of steering in bad weather, the pilot was pooped. That's it? Yeah. So, like, he was, like, tired out if it was bad. I don't know. It's called the poop deck. I don't know. I didn't didn't call it that. Below the poop deck was the shelter deck, which was the highest deck that ran the full length of the ship. Parts of this deck included the third-class promenade, as well as the majority of the first-class cabins. The saloon deck was below that, which was mostly three major rooms. It featured two dining rooms. One was for first class and one was for second class. And then it also featured the first class reception room. Below that was the upper deck, which included mostly passenger accommodations, including the Scotland Road hallway that was used by third class passengers and crew members. The middle deck was below this, which housed more second and third class passengers. On this deck, you could also find the swimming pool and the third class dining saloon, which when I think of this, I think of um, like the that scene, scene from Titanic. Dances? Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's like what that was. I was going to ask because there, everybody else's dining room is like up here and they don't even like you have to go through their living quarters to get to their dining area. Um, I guess so. How come you can't just eat all together? What the fuck? Uh, I'll get into it a little bit later, but 
like as divided as the Titanic was, this was like less divided as previous ships in the past. That's like they they treated their third class passengers better than other ships. That's unsettling. Yeah. The lower deck was below the middle deck, obviously. That makes sense. And this was the lowest deck that carried passengers. This deck also included food storage, squash courts, boiler rooms, and some of the mail that I had previously mentioned. And finally, the Orlop decks and the tank top was the last deck. And this deck was the only deck below the waterline of the ship. This deck was mostly engines and boiler rooms, and passengers were not permitted down onto this deck. Although compared to cruise ships today, it wasn't much. At the time, the Titanic was a ship of luxury. The total cost of construction was $7.5 million, which today would be equivalent to $174 million. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a lot, but it's... I was expecting billion. Yeah, I mean, compared to modern day cruise ships like this ship was a good amount smaller oh okay that's why so yeah and obviously it doesn't have a met like the cruise that i'm supposed to be on right now has like a go-kart course and like laser tag and like a million pools and hot tubs and all and like this ship had like a swimming pool i didn't even know it had that i yeah yeah, that wasn't featured in the film. <laughs> but yeah. Was it? Was I don't remember you know, them swimming. I don't remember. Mm. Well, not until the end. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> All right. So according to titanicfacts.net, uh, first class ticket was 30 pounds, which I guess at the time was equivalent to $150. Still not bad. Yeah. Um, a second class ticket was 12 pounds or $60. And a third class ticket was anywhere from three to eight pounds, which was about 15 to $40. Wait, so that's all Jack won in the poker game? That was yeah. like like 15 bucks, basically. Yeah. That's not worth it. Wasn't worth it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> was it worth your life, Jack? <laughs> well, Jack no. isn't real, but. <laughs> Jack and Rose were not real people. There were some that were real, and I'll definitely get into that later. But The Titanic was designed using the Ritz Hotel as a reference point, and it was intended to make passengers feel like they were in an extravagant home on the shore instead of on an actual ship. If you've seen the movie, you'll know that first, second, and third class passengers were a very different world. The White Star Line was unique to others, though, as they actually treated their third class passengers much better than the other lines. Third-class passengers were divided, though, and single men were housed on the opposite side of the ship as the women and children and families, which kind of sounds like college to me. Like, it was just a bunch of single men in a hallway together. Yeah, they put them all in a fraternity on one side. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The RMS Titanic did have sea trials, which happened just eight days before her maiden voyage. Nothing of concern arose during these trials, and so the ship was approved to set sail. On April 10th, 1912, at around 7.30 a.m., the crew took part in a brief safety drill. This drill only employed two lifeboats, however, and was very brief. 
I'll get more into the lifeboat situation later, but there were, I want to say, 20 lifeboats. And during this drill, they only employed two. Wait, so so the drill is only, how long was the drill? It was very brief. I don't know how long it really was, but it was just with the crew, not with any of the passengers. And they only employed two of the lifeboats. So they didn't really go through a full safety drill. And they didn't, and they only, like, tested it for safety for eight days they had a sea trial and they did it eight days before i i think it only took two days to do the trial and then it sat at the port for six days before taking off oh okay so it's it's like taking it out for a test run and then like basically yeah they took it out for a spin and nothing of concern arose so they were approved and they docked back until april 10th i guess well, I guess they wouldn't find anything wrong with the ship, right? Yeah, I mean, Cause it, it the had ship to, was pretty it had much, to hit something. Yeah, the ship was fine. <laughs> um, it was more. The ship the, wasn't the problem. <laughs> yeah, the ship wasn't really the problem. It was like the safety aspect that mm-hmm. was overlooked. And refer to this week's drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this week's murderer is. Yeah, in water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, it's, no, you're good. If the deaths aren't funny, but I kind of am. So like, <laughs> <laughs> did you see Chrissy Teigen's tweet? <laughs> Which one? It was like, you guys can tell me what murder podcast you listen to, but I don't like them. Like, I don't like the giggling. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and Patrick Hines was like, okay, was this about us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes it definitely was because he would hate us <laughs> which makes me kind of sad because i kind of really like her oh i would love to just hang out with them as a couple did you oh, see that story when john legend got drunk and just sang all of me to a restaurant no but that's amazing <laughs> but he that's what he does when he's drunk that's amazing i recently <laughs> saw um <laughs> One of the YouTubers I I sometimes watch is Chris Clemens. Do you know who that is? Mm, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. He's like this gay man who paints his head and like dyes his hair like weirdly. And recently he dyed his hair like a tiger. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But he's, he's really funny. And he, I guess, was on Twitter and saw that Chrissy Teigen tweeted saying, does anyone have romaine lettuce? I will trade you homemade banana bread for romaine. And he, like, took a picture of him with the romaine lettuce and sent it to her. And she was like, okay, like, we're doing this. And they <laughs> met in a church parking lot. And they brought their kids, um, like, Fisher Price little car like car like one of those like red cars with the yellow wheels do you know what i'm talking about yeah and um put the banana bread and also gave them like a bottle of john's wine because i guess he has like a wine label Mm -hmm. and then um like food that they ordered from like some vegan place i don't know and put them in the fisher price car and wheeled it to them like pushed it across so they were like six feet apart and then they took the stuff out and put in the romaine lettuce <laughs> and wheeled it back. And it, like, went viral. And, it, like, Ryan Seacrest interviewed him on his radio show. And, like, wow. it was all over the internet. But that's just that's so amazing. funny. Like, I that's feel like so they're funny. so fun. 
<laughs> like I'll she make you banana are. bread. Right. She was like banana lettuce. Bread. <laughs> banana bread for lettuce, and then they added wine and food. Like they obviously just couldn't lettuce. find the lettuce. And yeah. Chris Clemens was like, um, I don't know why she wanted my three heads of lettuce for all of this stuff. <laughs> it was very Yeah, I, I want to know what she did with it. Did you have like lettuce cups? With, like, I guess th- they probably just couldn't find it at the grocery store or like didn't want to go to the grocery store. So I have, you know, I have no idea, but. I think I nice. would do that if I was more into salad. I only like romaine lettuce in my salads because I need a crunch. Yeah. I like anything else feels like I'm a cow and I'm eating grass outside (laughs) not what I want to be doing (laughs) that makes sense all right anyway I digress (laughs) so passengers began to load onto the ship at 9 30 a.m on April 10th unlike modern cruise ships though the third class boarded first followed by second class and then first class I believe first class was actually put on a train from london that came in like right at the time that they needed to get on so they didn't have to like wait around that makes sense because the third class passengers have to go lower anyway so yeah but i know the ship i'm supposed to be on right now um wow this is pretty triggering huh it is (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was gonna be scary to cover this the week i was on a ship but now it's just like I'm sad and I want to go on a ship even though I might crash into an iceberg and I might die. <laughs> I think we have more technology for detecting icebergs now. <laughs> yeah, plus I was going to Bermuda and I don't know how many icebergs there are in Bermuda. <laughs> None? <laughs> None, probably, yeah. But the first class gets on first on cruise ships now because there's like a spa and there's all these different amenities that you can get on and get your stuff and then go to the spa, which is where I would probably be right now. Anyway. Third-class passengers were inspected for any illness upon boarding the ship, while first-class passengers were greeted by Captain Edward John Smith himself. What? The RM- so, like, you had to do a corona screening, like, before you got on Basic- if you were poor? Well, I like- think I think the whole thought behind that is mostly the third-class passengers were, like, emigrating to the United States. And they didn't want to have to house them on the way back if they didn't get accepted into the state. So they wouldn't even let them on. That makes sense. And I would imagine that the third class passengers are kind of like stacked, right? They're like in smaller quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But like most of the first class passengers were either going on like vacation or they were returning to New York from being on vacation. Like it wasn't the same. They didn't have to go through like emigration or immigration or whatever the, I don't know. They didn't have to go to Ellis Island or whatever. Yeah. The RMS Titanic set sail at 12 o'clock PM as scheduled from Southampton, England headed towards France because they needed to make a couple more stops before going across the Atlantic. As I had said before, there were many passengers from all walks of life from the first class passengers who were on vacation to the third class passengers who scraped together enough money to emigrate to America. Although this was the maiden voyage of the RMS Titanic, the initial goal would be for the ship to make the voyage to New York and back weekly. But of course, that did not come to fruition. Just minutes after departure, the Titanic narrowly avoided a collision with an incoming ship. Captain Smith was able to steer the ship out of the way, missing the other ship by only about four feet. This close call delayed the ship for about an hour, but by one o'clock, the Titanic was back on course. Basically, what happened was because the Titanic was so big, 
the other ship that was smaller because of the waves from the Titanic was like almost sucked in towards the ship. Oh, okay. And he had to steer out of the way to make sure that there wasn't a collision. And it was a really, really close call. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So it almost crashed before it even got out of the harbor, basically. Can you imagine the deaths that would have prevented though? Like people still would have died, but like not as many. Mm -mm. Because they would have been right there. And there were probably so many, like there probably would have been so many other ships there willing to help because they were right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. But we'll get into the other ships later. In the following 24 hours, the Titanic made stops at Cherbourg in France. I'm not French. I don't know how to say that word. And Queenstown Harbors, which was a harbor in Ireland. I think it was in like the Cork area to pick up more passengers. And then on April 11th and around 1.30 p.m., they began to disembark across the Atlantic Ocean. The original schedule placed the RMS Titanic at New York Harbor on the morning of April 17th, which was seven days after they originally disembarked. She traveled 55 nautical miles along the Irish coast and then traveled approximately 1,600 miles towards New York. During the first four days of the voyage, there were virtually no setbacks. The crew did, however, discover on April 14th that an accidental fire had been burning in one of the coal bunkers for upwards of 10 days. So basically... Yeah. So there was some kind of spontaneous combustion of the coal on the sea trial and they didn't know and they docked the ship and then it sat there for like six days. So the whole time the coal was burning. That's (laughs) So they were able when they discovered the fire to put it out, but there is speculation as to if this contributed to the eventual fate of the Titanic or not. That's, yeah. I mean, everything is so foreboding. Like, yeah. it's one, one problem after another with the Titanic. Yeah, it seems as if, yeah. So the Titanic began receiving warnings from other ships near the tip of Newfoundland. However, because it was so important for Captain Smith to make good time and keep the voyage on track, the ship continued sailing at full speed. Smith was convinced that his ship was unsinkable, and that a little bit of ice would be no match for the Titanic. Okay. Yeah. In his defense, though, there was a German ship in 1907 called the SS Kronprinz Wilhelm, which was able to hit an iceberg and continue her voyage. And because the Titanic was even more large and even more advanced than this ship, Smith didn't believe the ice to be a threat. Which makes sense, I guess, if you hear of a smaller, less advanced ship that hit an iceberg and continue their voyage, you wouldn't really think that it would be a huge I guess, but I think as a sea captain, you should still be wary of, because you don't know what it looks like underneath the surface. You can only see a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't know if they even knew that at the time. You know what I mean? I don't know how how far science was advanced that they knew that. I I have no, I mean, they could have, but. That's an interesting point, though. Because you just think that they're floating in the here, that they're not. Yeah, they might not even realize that, like, 90% of an iceberg is below the surface. That's an Um, interesting point. But he had been warned so many times. This is just some guy's ego. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, But he did instruct some crew members to go look out to make sure that 
there was nothing in their way. Obviously, they already had people as lookout, but I think he employed a couple more to to be lookouts at this time. So okay. on April 14th at 11.30 p.m., Frederick Fleet, one of the crew members who had been designated as a lookout, spotted a large iceberg ahead. He alerted the rest of the crew to his discovery, and First Officer William Murdoch commanded for the ship to steer around the iceberg and for the engines to be turned off. However, by this point, it was a little too late. The RMS Titanic struck the iceberg, which created a series of holes in the bottom deck of the ship below the waterline. Five of the airtight compartments on the ship quickly flooded, which unfortunately meant the ship was doomed. I know that they talked about this in the movie too, and that was true to the actual accident. They knew that four of the compartments could be flooded and the ship could keep moving, but once they learned that five were flooded, they knew that they were going to sink. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just one more made all the difference? Yeah. Was that because it also set the balance of the ship? And so... Probably. I'm not too savvy with boat construction. I do make tinfoil boats with my students to hold pennies <laughs> sometimes. But How many airtight it. containers were, or compartments were there? I don't know. Oh, okay. But I would... I would imagine it's that because it did. Yeah, I'm sure that it it made it too heavy and it didn't displace the same amount of water when they were full. So the RMS Titanic slowly began to sink bow first. As the angle of the ship became steeper, water began to flow onto different decks, flooding those as well. The RMS Titanic held 20 lifeboats, 14 of which were the standard wooden lifeboats, each holding approximately 65 people. There were also four collapsible lifeboats that held 47 and two emergency boats that held 40. So in an emergency, the Titanic should have been able to hold 1,178 passengers, which was not even half of the people that were on board the ship. What? Mm -hmm. They're just not prepared. And if that wasn't bad enough, there's more. On April 13th, the day before, an emergency drill was scheduled. The drill was supposed to take place in order for passengers and crew to know what to do in case of an emergency. This drill included assembling and lowering lifeboats, but for some unknown reason, Captain Edward John Smith canceled the drill. This would prove to be a huge mistake. This is why it's important to follow safety protocol. Stay six feet apart, wear your masks, and wash your hands. (laughs) Cheers to that. (laughs) So because so much of the crew and passengers were not prepared for this type of emergency, the crew had no idea how many people could fit in each lifeboat. Because of this, the crew was sending off lifeboats that were only about half full, leaving many more people than necessary on board the ship. So... If a boat could fit 65 people, they would put 30 people on it and send it off. Mm. Which, they only had enough light bolts for half the people on board anyway, and now it's like a quarter of the people. That's insane. They, they should have at least known the number of people that could fit in their lifeboats. That doesn't exactly. make any sense. Yep, I know. First and second class women and children were the first to be put on the lifeboats, leaving most of third class men and crew members aboard the ship. Because the third-class cabins were towards the bottom of the boat, many third-class passengers drowned in their beds. 
At about 2.10 a.m. on April 15th, the ship began to sink faster. She snapped in half, bow going completely under the water, while the stern rested on top of the water for a short time before also becoming completely vertical and going down as well. The first-class staircase that was heavily featured in the film was indeed a focal point of the ship, and it is theorized that this entire staircase was actually ejected through the dome at the top of the ship due to the force of the rushing water. Wow. Yeah. Which at this point did create the suction that you see in the movie, right? Yeah. 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 And I think something else that was true to the accident from the movie is the people that were like hanging on at the end of, at the top of the ship, like hanging on for dear life, hoping that it wouldn't sink. That was very true to what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those that were still alive were now submerged in 28 degree water, which proved to be lethal for many after about 15 to 30 minutes. Many people wow. died of hypothermia as well as even more frequently cardiac arrest due to the freezing temperature of the water. Only five people were helped into lifeboats after hitting the water, although the boats had room for 500 more people, mostly because the vast majority of these people were already dead by the time the lifeboats came back for them. And the lifeboats waited so long, like in the movie, because they thought they would be swarmed? I'm not sure why they waited so long. But even if they waited 15 minutes, like, most of the people were dead. Is it, is it true that they put out distress calls and that... Yes. Okay. So the Titanic did send out flares for help, but no nearby ships assisted. The closest ship was the USS Californian, and it was only a few miles away from the Titanic. But the captain of this ship decided to ignore the flares. Had what? they sprung into action, many more lives probably could have been saved. They were, they were so close. And the captain was like, we already decided to like stop for the night, so I'm not going to like wake people up. That's ridiculous. So 710 made it out alive, including the unsinkable Molly Brown, who was portrayed by Kathy Bates in the popular film. Victor Garber's character, Thomas Andrews, unfortunately perished in the sinking. He was a real person, as well as Bruce Ismay, which was portrayed by Jonathan Hyde. He was like the rich asshole character in the movie okay. that, that hopped on the lifeboat ahead of many of the women and children. Do you remember? Okay. He was like the yeah. rich guy that Rose was supposed to... I don't know if he was actually an asshole. <laughs> I think that was pretty much just the storyline, but... He was a first-class passenger. Captain Edward John Smith went down with the ship, and so did John Jacob Astor, who was portrayed by Eric Braden in the film. Mm -hmm. He was more of a minor character, but I thought it was really noteworthy to mention him because the real John Jacob Astor was actually a resident of Rhinebeck, New York. Ooh, in the, in the movie, they made him German, but he was really born in Rhinebeck. So, so strange. I don't know why they made him twice. German, but yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Rhinebeck is like 20 minutes from Poughkeepsie? Yeah, Paul Rudd and it? the other guy have a, Jeffrey Dean Morgan have a candy yeah, shop there. Yeah, they do. I think it's called Sam's Sweet Shop or something. I have a t-shirt. It is. Samuel Sweet Shop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So upwards of 1,500 people lost their lives on board the Titanic. It is hard to pin down an exact number, though. Because many of the people either canceled their trip last minute and they weren't sure if they were actually on board or not. And a lot of people were traveling under aliases. 
Oh, the, okay. Yeah. The RMS Carpathia ultimately did come to the rescue, taking the surviving passengers the rest of the way to New York, and they arrived there approximately three days later. On the evening of April 18, 1912, 40,000 people greeted the RMS Carpathia at New York's Pier 54. Many surviving passengers either went immediately to homes of their family members or to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because there was a free train that would take them there after the whole accident happened. The surviving crew members were given a month's bonus of wages, which, like, probably you should have given them a little bit more, but whatever. Um, yeah. This, yeah. The surviving passengers also came together to give the crew an additional 900 pounds, which today would have been approximately $90,000 to split among them as a thank you for their efforts to keep them safe, which I thought was really Wow. That's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. It took four days for a complete list of casualties to be released, which was devastating for many families. Like, I can't even imagine ha having a family member on the Titanic and then not knowing for four days if they died. Right. That's especially my person who had 18 kids. Yeah. I can imagine you being like, oh, can you just one kid, just one kid make it out? No? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's hard. So I won't bore you with all the boring legal details and jargon. Sorry, mom. <laughs> but the surviving passengers and some families of the deceased did sue the White Star Line. And they ended up settling for a payment of $664,000, which today would be about $17 million. Oh, that's pretty good. Not as much as they wanted, but I well, guess still a good amount of money. Yeah. The last living survivor was Milvina Dean, an English passenger who was only nine weeks old during the voyage. Oh my and God. yeah, and she died on May 31st, 2009 at 97 years old. Wow. Violet Jessup and Arthur John Priest were two crew members aboard the Titanic that survived, and they may be the most unlucky people ever, because remember how I said the Titanic had the two sister ships that went down during the same decade? Yes. These oh two God. crew members were aboard all three ships when they sank. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, both of these members have since died, but for non-sailing related reasons. Wait, so they survived every single sinking ship of the White Star Line? Yes. I Why want, do they I, keep working for the I White don't, Star Line? I don't know. You would think after the second one, they'd be like, uh. <laughs> after the um, second one? After I believe, the first? <laughs> I believe Arthur John Priest actually survived four sinkings, but I think one of them was on a different line. You think like at the third one, they were like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, but but they didn't. I think Violet Jessup had heart failure and arthur john priest died of something else that was but it's like natural causes. i think it was pneumonia or something like that yeah natural oh, okay. natural causes which Holy is crazy shit, yeah That's... like imagine <laughs> i wouldn't i would not get back on a boat after mm -hmm. experiencing the titanic that that's the titanic was the first one to sink right yes i believe that there was also a surviving passenger of the titanic that like finally decided he was ready to go on a ship again and it was like the britannic or something and on it and died <laughs> oh my god i know 
He's like, I, I can't really face my fear. I'm ready to go. And then he dies. I still don't understand, though. There's, there's just some kind of loyalty here that I don't get. Because <laughs> it's just, if a, if a ship sank and you're like, oh, I've been so scared. Now I'm going to get back on a ship. Let's go back on a white shore. <laughs> for sure. Give them another shot. They only tried really hard to kill me the first time. <laughs> I would absolutely never get on a ship again. My mom didn't let me, like, wouldn't let me go on a cruise ship when I was a kid because she was scared. And now finally she's like, all right, we can go on a cruise and it gets canceled. So I don't I'm know if I'm still iffy about cruises. Cruise. <laughs> and that's just because of Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, I don't. <laughs> he wasn't real, though. No, I know. Oh. You know what's interesting though is the the frame for that movie is the the diving down to see the ship, because mm-hmm. it's still there, right? It's it's actually like drifted farther than it's yeah, gone. I believe so, but, yeah. But it's still. I think that the the stern is way far away from the bow, but <laughs> but yeah. it's down there. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much all. Oh. That was rough. That was like a little <laughs> bit rougher. <laughs> like I knew the ending. There was so much that I feel like they could have prevented if they just like tried, tried, yeah, <laughs> like went through with safety drills. Like, like yes. Well, number one, I think a big thing that came out of this whole accident was that ships were required to have as many lifeboats as there are passengers on board because even if they had filled the lifeboats all the way, half the passengers still would have been like shit out of luck because there wasn't enough room. Right. And that doesn't make any sense to begin with. It doesn't make any sense to me. It it sounds like from the get-go, they were like, oh, we're going to treat these third-class passengers better. But in the event of an accident, they're going to fucking down. They're yeah. Gonna, like, they're, yeah. they're done. It was very much like, I know in the movie, they like, and I'm not sure if they actually did this on the ship, but they put up like the barricades from the lower decks because the third class was in the lower decks and right. wouldn't even let them out onto the decks. And they were like forced to drown. Right. I Well, I, I do think... They tried to barricade. I would imagine they tried to barricade because you, I mean, I'm just thinking if I was in the situation, I'd be like, stop the water. Like, that's stupid. But like, you, yeah, you're I would keep climbing up until I don't, uh, until I had nowhere to go. Exactly. I don't, I hope that they didn't close the gate, but like, yeah, I don't know how they would have designated first class though without blocking them off. Right. So I don't know. It's crazy. That we'll probably never know for sure, but yeah, I don't know. But it's yeah. If you want to email us and tell us that somebody else did a better job of covering the Titanic, or we should have done something more interesting, you can email us at deaddrunkpod at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, tell us all your inner thoughts and questions, and I don't know. Are you bored? Do you not have any friends? Here we are. <laughs> we're still here in lesser quality but still here (laughs) yeah if you want to send us a picture of your iceberg or whatever you're currently oh it's so good um, (laughs) which should be an iceberg or a quarantine tag us on instagram at dead drunk crime and follow us on instagram and on twitter at dead drunk crime and you can find us on facebook we have a facebook page go and like it it's it's dead drunk a true crime podcast something else oh we have a website <laughs> we do have a website <laughs> where you can find blog posts that detail all of our cases it's very boring wordy alliterative 
Yeah, but there's like cute pics of us too, so it's worth it. Yeah, there's cute pics of us. We have little bios that we wrote. And we have all our sources there. Mm-hmm. Which and is our written out recipes if you don't if you don't want to eyeball it. And the source of the recipe <laughs> if you want to find more. <laughs> yeah. And that's deaddrunkpodcast.com. And that's it, right? And we, oh, have we, merch. Have a, we also have merch, which will probably be linked in the show notes. And I went down here like I'm a YouTuber, like I know. <laughs> I've been making all the cocktails in our dead drunk mason jars recently, and I just feel like it makes them look so much cuter. That's cute. I Although maybe for one, you should use the best wishes and warmest regards. Oh yeah. Whenever we can actually drink together, and I can oh give my you. God. <laughs> I know. Oh, I hope it's soon. I'm so sad. All right. Um. Bye, mom. Bye, everybody. <laughs> For today's chaser, I am going to be serenading you with one of my karaoke favorites, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Thought it might be appropriate for this episode. What do you guys think? All right. Bye, Mom. Thank you.